This is the Brandon T. Adams Audio Experience. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Brandon T. Adams Audio Experience. This is episode 17. And in this episode, this is actually an interview I did with Dan O'Neill with the Between Two Lockboxes podcast. He actually interviewed me here in St. Petersburg, Florida, while I was uh, having a few cigars. We were sitting, having a drink, and just kind of shooting the shit and talking about business and life. And I go into a few things deep here in terms of how I've been able to find a mentor like Kevin Harrington, get involved with his business, and how we've partnered together in multiple companies. I share the story of how I fixed my speech impediment, went from having a speech impediment to now getting paid to speak around the world, and then I talk about the power of storytelling and using video content. This was a really fun interview, and I love Dan's energy and just his comedic side of him, so let's jump right into the episode. Another episode here, Between Two Lockboxes, presented by Broke Agent Media. We are here in St. Petersburg, live, smoking Cubans. I am sideways right now. We are joined by an Emmy Award winner, the first ever on the show. Keynote speaker, over 250 events, that is just nuts. Uh, video marketing expert and investor, Mr. Brandon T. Adams. Woo, woo! Uh, do you consider yourself fashionable? No. I mean, if you consider fashionable wearing the same clothing outfit every year, or every day for the last four years, all black, Sure, yeah. I'm fashionable. Let, let's put up a picture of literally every single Instagram post and everything he's ever worn. Black, it's black, same black, outfit. Black, 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 black t-shirt, black jeans. So for the reason for that Are is, you? it's because it's proven you actually waste brain power thinking about what you have to wear every day. I wanna make my life simple and not have to worry about what I had to wear. Two Emmys. Uh-huh. What did you win your Emmy for? We created a TV show in 2000, and so 2018, we traveled the country on this mission to find the true meaning of success. My wife and I, fiance, now wife, Samantha Rosine, created a show around the question, what is success? We interviewed homeless to billionaires, to athletes, to musicians, to the most interesting people in the world. And we won an Emmy for the Shea Hillenbrand story for baseball players out there. Uh, Two-time All-Star, played for the Red Sox, played for the Dodgers. We won an Emmy for his story documentary and then also we won an emmy recently for my wife's story called red flags which is a story on her overcoming drug addiction and domestic violence and so the red flags in your life we want emmy for that so two emmys i obviously do my own research right before we have a guest on uh, i ask around right i get a little you know intel did hear that at one point in time with all this giant success that you did have an ice cube business and yes. it may or may not i don't know maybe we don't put this in may or may not have went Maybe. So here's, dude, this is good <laughs> shit. In 1989, 1986, my dad started a business. He uh, he worked for a guy that sold packaged ice for a living. It was uh, the beginning of the business, and he basically told the guy, hey, after he worked for him for a while, he said, either you sell me the business or I'm going to go elsewhere. He sold him the business, and he started creating what was called Adam's Ice Service. My last name is Adams, Brandon T. Adams. And so Adam's Ice Service. So we were a wholesale distributor. We bought it from a manufacturer that manufactured a lot of ice, cubed ice, put it into bags. So they were 20 pound bags, five pound bags and block ice. We bought it from them. We put it into our big cooler and then we sold it. We distributed it. We had ice trucks, refrigerated units. We sold it to bars, restaurants, Walmarts, you name it. So for me, here's the problem. I was always thinking bigger. Mm. So I bought the business and 
while doing that, I was creating my production company and other endeavors, and eventually those made more money than the ice business did. But what happened is I was doing the ice business while doing everything else, and I was so leveraged and so like into my TV show, production, everything. I had, it's like 2008 hit, right? Mm-hmm. Well, 2008 in my world hit while doing all these things, and I was, I was I was like, what am I gonna do? I almost went bankrupt. I ended up selling the business to my best friends who were doing very well now. I talk to them all the time. Is it still called Adam's Ice? It's called Icy Conditions now. Okay. Um, and they're doing very well. Yeah, I sold packaged ice for a living. That was the foundation that created my career, uh-huh. which allowed me to understand the power of customer relationship, adding value, knowing how to sell, yep. selling ice. I could sell ice to an Eskimo but it ultimately led me to doing what I did today. You uh, recently did a shoot with Carmen Electra. Ha! Yes. There is no question, that is just my, my dream. Sorry, Emily. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> How did you get so good on camera? Here's the most powerful thing about being on camera. If you can learn to tell a story, whether your story is somebody else's story, mm-hmm. that's what people love. People buy into stories. Stories are what attract people. Stories are what people buy from. Storytelling is what makes people like buy into it. So I learned to tell my story and eventually I learned to tell other people's story. How'd you get so good at public speaking? Speaking at events. Uh, so it comes, public speaking. So backstory for anybody listening. I grew up with a speech impediment. So when I was uh, a kid, I had a problem with my, I had a lisp. So my ass is I couldn't say them effectively. And I remember in kindergarten, my teacher went to my parents and said, he has a speech impediment, he needs to go to speech class. And so I hate it because I had to go to speech class, I'm this guy that's different, I couldn't speak properly. And so what I did is, I practiced in front of the mirror every night, and I said my S's, I said different words, and I was mastering my speaking. I told myself, I'm going to become a great speaker, and then I started, when people say, do you have a lisp? I ignored them and said, no, what are you talking about? I started telling myself I didn't have a lisp. By the time I was 14 years old, I no longer had a speech impediment, and I started, uh, putting myself in, in situations that were very uncomfortable. So think about speech class in high school or public events. Yeah. I would volunteer to speak in front of a group. It scared the hell out of me, but I did it because I knew I would get better. Once I got to college, I did more of it. And so I started mastering my disadvantage and made it my advantage. So what I did is I mastered the communicating process and I learned to tell great stories because it's proven when people hear a story, they're more likely to retain the information and they're more likely to do something with it. So then I mastered my storytelling process, which made me, let's say, a great speaker. Right. And then I turned that into film and doing storytelling through video, through films, through TV shows. And that's why, again, going back to the Emmy, how do you win Emmy? Tell a great story. If you can master your storytelling process, you can master communication through speaking, podcasting, events, anything you want to do. What's one piece of advice for, on the agent, real estate agent side of things, for video marketing, right? Somebody that might be hesitant to put themselves out there, right? Like you just told a great story, you overcome your, you overcame your speech impediment by yeah. practicing and just putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. What would be a piece of advice for an agent or somebody that wants to get on camera but feels like they're a little bit subconscious or they're on their own head, right? Like everyone has their own insecurities, we all do. What would be one piece of advice for someone? they worry too much about what people think and they're the typical agent. I'm a real estate agent, I can help you sell your home. That's great, all agents say that. You know what makes you different? People buy from people they like, trust, and know. How do you get somebody to like you? How do you get them to trust you? Tell your story and be authentic 
and be real about who you really are as a person. So tell your story because your stories and who you are as a person, your commonalities will relate with the people watching your story. If they connect with you on a deeper level, they're gonna buy from you versus somebody else. Yeah. The video in the world we live in on social media, you can reach more people and you're building like and trust. And then you happen to go to an event, you go to a networking event, you meet that person in person, and you never met them before, but they know who you are because they followed your videos and they, they feel like they knew you as a person. So then you meet them in person mm -hmm. and the conversion rate, the more likely they're gonna work with you is gonna go faster than somebody that doesn't crave videos. Right, what was the last thing, speaking of education, what was the last thing that you Googled? <laughs> who the fuck is Dan O'Neill? <laughs> so last question, how did you get involved with Kevin Harrington and how has that changed your life? Kevin Harrington, shout out to a great mentor, another, I have a father, but he's another father in my life. Nicest guy in the world too. Nicest guy in the world. Kevin, known for creating the infomercial, asking on TV, taking 22 companies to over $100 million. One of them I was a part of, Celsius, a company that is $6 billion market cap. Just got Coca-Cola that put $550 million. Kevin's a part of Celsius? Oh, he was one of the key components that grew the company from wow. a two million to a six billion company. Wow, um, one, of the, one of the first ever sharks on Shark Tank. Shark Tank. So Kevin, uh, I met Kevin in 2016. 2000, when I was in college, I heard, I was failing speech class of all things. Again? Yeah. Wow. I was failing speech class in college and to pass, I had to take extra credit and I had to go to different guest speaking opportunities people that spoke and then I had to go attend and present a summary of what I learned. I went to a speech, uh, a presentation by a guy named Jack Berenger. He went by Cactus Jack Berenger, a cowboy. He dressed as a cowboy. He was a famous inventor. And he did a deal on Shark Tank with Kevin Harrington. And he also uh, had led me to a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I ordered the book, I read it. It made me realize that whatever you want in life, if you surround yourself with the right people, if you gained a specialized knowledge, and if you went towards something and never quit, you would get it. Mm -hmm. I read the book, I hired Cactus Jack as a mentor. He consulted with me, but I also knew that he was in proximity with Kevin Harrington, and I would get closer to Kevin Harrington. A few years later, I took five months to negotiate to get Kevin to speak at my event in Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa. Mm -hmm. After five months of negotiating, at that time I had no money, by the way, I was putting on this. How did you hire this guy to be your mentor if you had no money? You uh, paid him in ice cubes? I, 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 so, well that, I sold real estate on the weekends. So I, I, I got Kevin, I hired him to speak at my event. And by the way, it was in increments. Kevin's fee is a lot to speak. And so I made a down payment and I didn't know how I was gonna pay the next payment. Wow. I was prepared to sell my pickup truck to, I had an F-150, white F-150 at the time. I was gonna sell my pickup truck if I could afford his next payment to pay his payment. Really? And so what I did is I believed in it. I worked towards it. 30 days before the event, I had a guy that reached out to me that sponsored and paid a lump sum of money that basically covered Kevin's fee. He oh, yeah. spoke at my event. And then Kevin and I, after that, I built a relationship with him. We went on to do a book together called Put a Shark in Your Tank. We made it a best-selling book internationally. Went on to do a TV show together called Success in Your City that became an Emmy Award winning Crazy. show. And then we went on to uh, advise and consult in companies. That was starting in 2015 to now. It was a long game, but now 
Kevin is a very close friend of mine. We're business partners. We're growing companies. He lives down the street. I moved to Florida to be closer to him. Yep. Um, long story short, to answer your question, I had a massive value. I invested in him. I didn't ask for anything in return. I had value to him. I helped him achieve his goals. Reciprocity kicked in and he wanted to help me and he brought me into his inner circle and I knew if I was surrounded by him, I would get other big deals, which will ultimately allow to me to get the bigger deals. And it brings me to my last question here. You just lobbed me a softball. Speaking of the long game and speaking of your network, on July 23rd, you posted your network is your net worth. Being that we are now friends, how much has my net worth gone up monetarily right now? Yours? Mine, now that we're friends. You said net worth, network. You're so, in my network. My net worth must have gone up, right? This is a really good question. Brought me a Cuban. <clears throat> so you Not got a deal. Cuban. Got a Cuban. You're around me. Around you. Kevin, by the way, Kevin would be here. He had a surgery five days ago, and so because he had surgery, he's not here right now. Uh, otherwise, we'd be smoking cigars. He called me this morning and said, I'd love to hang, man, but like I need a few days. I got to go to Costa Rica and speak to an event in three days. Jesus. Um, so you were directly connected to not only Kevin Harrington, but some of the most influential people in the world because we're friends. When you're in association with the right people, you don't know when it's going to happen, but one deal, one relationship could make, and it could be a million, it could be more. Yeah. We talked about Celsius before. Mm -hmm. That deal, Dude, that made Kevin a lot of money. Those Celsius deals are available to around people like the Sharks. And when you're around people like that, it opens you up to opportunities could lead to that. But the next step is you have to take action on that. Mm -hmm. So what is your net worth now? If you do something <laughs> with it, if you do something with it, it could result in big things for you. Yeah. I, 100%, because I'm living proof. I'm a guy from Iowa, a town of 700 people, completely broke and built up massive wealth through my relationships mm -hmm. by taking action and being around the right people and being a long game. Yeah. If you are investing in the right people, you can accelerate your growth and wealth mm -hmm. by certain relationships. This is why I don't get, get why people don't understand when you invest in people. I invested a lot of money in people. When you invest in the right people and you get their attention, they're more likely to put you in front of the line to other people that would cost you a lot of money to get to they could help you make more money than you could ever made in a loan. That's the power of investing in your relationships, your yep. mentorship. So I can't give you an exact level, but that answer gives you what the potential is for you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, You're already doing well, but it's always up in your game. Well, I mean, if it weren't for you and if it weren't for your guys' event, I would never have had Bradley on the podcast. I wouldn't have, and I mean, shout out to Ralph too. Ralph DeBognaro, amazing yeah. person. I just had him, he's gonna be on uh, next week's episode, but if it weren't for his event too, like wouldn't have met you, wouldn't have been doing this, wouldn't have yeah. met Kevin through that, Bradley, the whole nine. So to answer my own question, my monetary value and net worth has gone up tremendously. Now he's going to hire me. <laughs> <laughs>